everybody and welcome to the Tuesday Toolbox Meeting of Adult Children of Alcoholics in Cobble Hill, Brooklyn. My name is Anne. I'm a Tuesday Toolbox member and an adult child. We're recording our speakers every week because we're hoping others will benefit from hearing these stories from our members. We'd love to hear your comments and questions. Our email address is TuesdayToolboxACA at gmail.com. Adult Children of Alcoholics is a 12-step program of recovery for people who grew up in an alcoholic or otherwise dysfunctional home. If you'd like to find a meeting in your area, go to adultchildren.org and click on Find a Meeting. This week, we're hearing from our friend Nick, who spoke about exercising choice and discernment during the quarantine. Please enjoy. Hi, I'm Nick. I'm the adult child. Hi, Nick. Hey, Nick. Hi. Hi, it's good to see everyone. And um, just, just, just double checking, is the audio okay? Everybody can hear me okay? Just double checking that before I go. You sound great, Nick. Yeah, great. Okay. Um, so it's really, really nice to be here. I got asked only about an hour ago, so I haven't really had time to think about it too much. But um, I also feel a little bit daunted by given a qualification in the middle of what's happening in the world, it seems like. It's, uh, you know, on the one hand, you don't want everything to simply be about that, the elephant in the living room, but also, um, you also it's also hard not to make it about that as well. Um, but I, so I was thinking about what to talk about for, for a few minutes before, and I opened the red book on my Kindle um, and just where I'd left off reading it last time I was reading it, and, I, and it was the, like the perfect place because this is what I've been wrestling with today and over the last few days around what's happening um, based on you know how, how we're having to stay home and everything like that. So this is, I'll talk about how it applies to that in a second, but this is what came up when I opened the book. It's from the 10th step, and it's right after the little bit where you ask yourself those 10 step questions. I'm not sure what page it is, but anyway. Um, at the end of each day, but it's one of the exercises that follows that called the choice exercise. So I'm just going to read a bit of that from the big book and then talk about it. Choice exercise. In step three, we realize that our need or compulsion to control others is a major stumbling block in allowing a loving God or divine presence to work in our lives. In step 10, we revisit this troublesome survival trait. We are not saying that all control is bad. We must have some control, some order in our lives or risk chaos. However, rigid control can mean death for some ACAs and their loving relationships. If we think about it, we know the difference between compulsive control and practical order in our lives. There is room for spontaneity and imagination in the latter. With step 10, we also realize we have um, released more of our control and we're learning the difference between control and discernment. Discernment comes from inside and is the breath of God guiding us to do the right thing. We know what to do in a given situation when our breathing matches God's breathing. Interesting. In comparison with control, our breathing is often unnatural and short. There is constriction in the body. We feel driven and fixed without a sense of having real choice when we operate from rigid control. We speak without thinking and we feel embarrassed. We then punish ourselves harshly and apologize to others a lot. We hold unpurged resentments. With discernment, we, ref we refrain from saying something off color or acting impulsively in a given situation. Discernment means we know who we are. We trust ourselves at last. We can relax and be an actor in life rather than a reactor. In the following exercise, create a continuum of choice ranging from denial to discernment. 
Place this simple continuum on your refrigerator or at your workstation. Each day, pencil in where you think you are in having a real choice in your life. Move the mark around throughout the day if necessary, because we can change our level of control at any time. That is the beautiful nature of choice. We can have choice at any time and back away from rigid control. There are no waiting lines for choice. You are first in line always. And the, con the choice continuum at one end says denial, then some choice, then greater choice, and then discernment. That's that exercise. So the thing I was talking about today, I mean, it's amazing. Reading that's always amazing. All the literature is amazing to me, but reading that in the middle of this is an amazing thing to me. Because um, on the one hand, I'm experiencing, I mean, we're, we're all, we all are, but on the one hand, I'm experiencing so much more controls imposed from without, choicelessness imposed from without. So many choices have been taken away. Um, and on the other hand, there's more chaos and out of controlness in a sense, certainly emotionally, but also like bobbling under the surface than, than ever before. And um, boy, is that ever like my um, family of origin. You know, I think, um, I'm, sure, I'm sure people have been talking about this in ACA meetings all over the world. There's like, there's something so familiar and therefore potentially triggering about what's happening right now if you come from an alcoholic family. I mean, in my family, the feeling that what's happening is completely out of control in the house, the family of origin, it's completely chaotic and out of control. Alcoholic mother, dysfunctional father, you know, physical abuse, craziness, cops, you know, what's happening is so out of control. Uh, I have so little choice in the matter and I'm stuck. I can't get out of this house. So I remember that feeling so well from being a little kid of like just counting down the, de the years and then the days until I could get the hell out of that house. I left home at 16 and never went back. And, uh, but just remember, you know, being 14, 15, you know, thinking any day now I can get out of here, I can just get out of here. And the feeling of being trapped, you know, in that, in that house and not being able to get out. Um, and so, you know, this, the whole reality now of, for me, you know, of, of living, with more limited choices and being, quote, confined, I suppose, to a large extent, and choices about where to go and, and who to meet and who to spend time with or not spend time with. Yeah, you know, some, some really, really My life, I've had to make some really difficult choices, like all of us, I think, about, about who to have any social contact with at all. You know, it's painful and some painful choices. And, um, it, 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 I, I don't, you know, the way I would fill out that continuum chart and the way I would think about choice versus discernment in my life in ACA before what ha what's happening now, I would be having a different conversation now and be saying, yeah, I've gotten so much better at navigating that overly rigid because I, I became very controlling as a consequence of my childhood. Um, home so I and, and I took that was a big part of my bottom was overly controlling and, and I started to get a handle on that I worked the program I started to be able to really let go and be more discerning take a breath tune into what God wants you know give it space 
not try and grip onto the outcome so tightly, catch myself when I was moving into control, over control, you know. But this is a game changer. <laughs> it's just what's happening is a game changer. And I feel as if I'm operating, sure, like everybody, in just unprecedented territory, emotional territory, in terms of like these losses of control, losses of choice, um, sense of impending chaos, sense of um, ambiguity of what's happening. So just to say that out loud, you know, the, the, the confines of that idea have become much, much narrower. Um, and so, so, but I guess the solution is the same, just on a more, on a more magnified or elevated level or constrained level maybe is, is the same. It's like, okay, what, you know, it's not like the serenity prayer. It's like, what, what do I have choice over here? What, what, you know, okay, I've got, I've got a, I've got a, same thing, same thing as I would do before. I've got to sort of tune into the reality, see reality as it is, not as I want it to be, see reality as it is, tune into that, be present with it, which I've learned in this program and others, you know, be realistic about what's really happening, have faith, and then see what choices I do have in the situation and where I can exercise discernment in the situation and where, you know, serenity to accept the things I can't change, courage to change the things I can, wisdom to know the difference. Um, you know, to really say, you know, what, on, on a daily and almost hourly basis, you know, what are, what are the real choices that are in front of me? How can I exercise discernment? And so, you know, doing yoga is better than binge watching. For me, I'm just, for me, better than binge watching a violent show on Netflix. You know, that's like an exercise choice. There. Um, you know, reaching out to somebody, reaching out to somebody and talking it through when I feel bad versus isolating with it. That's a choice. You know, and I, I can exercise discernment on who to call and call somebody that can help and not somebody who will make it worse. You no, know, it's, it's somebody who will escalate my sense of panic something like that so it's the same um but it's perhaps um i mean to me sometimes it feels like prison you know sometimes it feels like i can imagine how i've never been to prison but i've heard people talk about you know how much how many degrees of freedom you've got in prison um you know it's, it's sort of comes from within comes from, I've heard people talk about that, you know, it's because all of the external freedoms are taken away, you have to lean on your internal freedoms, freedom about how you use your mind, freedom about what you think about, how you use your imagination and your attitudes and how you interact with, you know, the other person that's with you in the, in the cage. So I think it's, um, been thinking about that a lot and, and, um, and just knowing, you know, parenting that, parenting into that, knowing knowing um, knowing when I'm triggered, you know, knowing when, is, I'm just, just doing a time check. Is there a timekeeper that's going to give me a, a, any kind of warning or something? Hey, I forgot to do that, Nick, but a few more minutes would be great. Thanks. A few more minutes. Okay, I'll, yeah, I'm nearly, I'm nearly finished. Yeah, so just parenting into that as well is obviously, obviously the loving parent is the one who's trying to be discerning, who's trying to... Um, be realistic about what choices are available. But also I think parent, parenting into knowing 
this is a very triggering situation for everybody, but adult children, man, there's so many, so many triggers packed into it for me. Um, and, and just really, really, parent, really, really, really parenting that, you know, like on an hour by hour basis. Okay, here's fear. Okay, here's anger. Okay, here's, you know, really naming those emotions and, and knowing that they're there and um, knowing that the kid's activated and knowing that there is, you know, we're, even if you're living alone, you're in isolation with your inner, with all of your inner characters, you know, even if you're alone, you can't pass the disease on to your inner loving parent or, or maybe, you know, if you get it, they get it, however that works. But, but um, you, you know, re really leaning into discernment about I'm triggered, there's emotional stuff coming up for me, let me bring my inner loving parent into that and try and try and get some help with that there's discernment in that and that's choice that's choiceful as well you know th this program i think gives us the choice to say i am triggered let me bring in the inner loving parent to help with that whereas before i, I didn't have that choice and they're all inner choices which i guess we're still having to make on a daily basis but um i think that's all i wanted to say about that it just i, I feel I'm railing, in my worst moments, I am railing against the amount of control that's happening right now to my life. I, I am railing. It brings out the anarchist in me. It brings out the rebellious teenager that wanted to bust out of that house that I was brought up in. I, 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 I can, I'm so in touch with the desire to just, you know, open the front door and go, fuck it, I'm, I'm out. You know, I'm gonna go do X, Y, Z and um, run. You know, I'm gonna run, I'm gonna whatever. And, um, you know, that's my, that's my job to work with that. And I've got to take care of him um, and, and, and exercise discernment about being safe and all of that. Thanks for letting me share.